that's what sets a boy free. I've had all the freedom I can stand. You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie. All it takes to get me by. Fool my belly till the day I die. Cold dog soup and rainbow pie. I know this French. <laughs> I know what it means. You don't have to be so mean. That's a lyric that I heard um, on a random Spotify recommendation for a band that took me two or three listens of this whole record to get through before I decided if I wanted to like this band or not. Mm-hmm. And I sent it to a friend of mine. I was like, hey, listen to this. And tell me if it's good or not, because I don't know if it's good or if I'm just in a mood or what. Because it is totally outside of my normal purview. I guess it would be called folk punk. Um, it 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 uses a lot of like the the chord structure and and, and rhythm of a, of a punk band, but they use acoustic guitars oftentimes, and it's a two man or three man outfit and. Uh, it's just not anything that I would ever like, but I can say without shame and for a fact, the Front Bottoms are absolutely one of my favorite bands. Really? And, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, this is unabashed. Wow. Like, I, I like everything they do. Um, Talons of the Hawk is my favorite record, but there are others that are climbing. That was, Talons of the Hawk is also the first one I listened to. Um, there are others that are climbing up the mountain. Um, their first record, whose name I forget right off the top of my head, includes the song Flashlight and Swimming Pool. Um, I'm really, I got into a thing a couple weeks ago where I was stuck on it. And you know me, Sean Majors. I'm not a man that listens to a lot of things over and over and over. Um, I like to spread it around. I don't like to do what I call girl listening, where you just push the repeat button and you listen to the same song over and over. I mean, it's probably like teenage listening. I probably should back off I mean, off it's, of two th- it's 2020. Hey, yeah. Teenage girls would do that a lot when I was growing up. So I've assigned that trait to them. Perhaps that has changed over time. You were also one of the people I sent this band to. And I would love to know what you thought the first time you heard this band, especially with it coming from me. Well, I, I was I was very shocked because I mean this guy the lead singer's voice of uh, Front Bottoms, um, and I apologize I, I don't remember the guy Brian Sella, um, he he his voice is a dead ringer for Tom DeLonge of Blink One Eighty Two like that is a yep. whiny pop yep punk uh, uh, voice. I'm not saying it's bad. I, it has negative connotations to it. But you are the last person in the universe, in the Steven universe, mm-hmm. I would expect, <laughs> f- to to like to like any song by any band, no matter how good they are, uh, mechanically, musically, lyrically, with uh, a person with a voice like that. Um, now that being said, this shit's right down my alley, <laughs> or at least it was. It really, it, <clears throat> and that may be part of it. Is there are there are parts of Sean Nelson from Harvey Danger mm-hmm. that I always say are you. Yeah. And this this band might be my interpretation of if you had a really good band yeah. and didn't write such shitty poems. I mean, come on. Um 
Please. That that may that there is there may be a part of that in there. Um, I do like to think that I'm capable of liking anything that is good, no matter the genre. Yeah, and I think I can hold this up as see. Yeah, huh? I mean you. Huh? Uh, and again, not saying uh, uh, Chris Sella. Why can't I remember this guy's name? Uh, Brian Sella's uh, voice is bad. It's it's of course very good. He can carry a tune, but I mean the fact that you got past that. Almost dad dashboard confessional. Yeah, uh, it's a, a lot of things I don't like. Like, well, there are a lot of bands that sound similar to this that I don't like because the content is. Yeah, sure. Like, man, there's a level of there's a level of angst and whining about girls that is beautiful, mm-hmm. but it is such the range is so small. Yeah. Um, if I had to pick out one thing, I think. They do a great job of owning their own shit mm-hmm. in these songs. They never, they don't put it all on the girl, which is a, what, a, what a lot of bands do. Or the opposite, they don't self-deprecate to the point where it just becomes, I know what you're doing. Yeah. You're just trying to make me feel sorry for you. A, it feels very A real. lot of their songs, and I mean, I, I'm i not as familiar with the band as, as you are, but you, you first sent me the Rose EP. And yeah. and I, I came across Twin Size Mattress, I maybe on my own or something like that, a- after you had sent me the Rose EP. And the Rose EP has like to this day I had six songs, but like maybe five of them are like fucking bangers that I will would listen to. I would be happy to listen to any day that I'm alive. Like and in those um twelve feet in like twelve feet deep, the song Twelve Feet Deep, um it's it, it romanticizes shitty relationships, and I'm not it, every yeah and, they do, and, and, and I'm not saying they romanticize it in a bad or unhealthy way. It basically, you know, says like, hey, you know, like we weren't really best for each other, but like we had some fun, and I'm I'm thankful for you know that I'll always have those memories and stuff like that, you know. So it's I don't know, I I, I like this band a lot. <laughs> I, yeah. I really do. And they they write these he he writes these incredible one liners. That just, oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. burrow into your head, um, and I'll I'll not start rattling them off now because that's what the podcast will turn into. Yeah, is us just. Ra- but there there are so many. I'm an old man now, um, and thank God for Spotify because it gives me it it feeds me the new stuff. It knows what I like and it feeds me the rock. I can't make it understand that no matter what it does, I don't like Uncle Tupelo, Wilco, yeah. or Sunvolt. Yeah. As a whole, there's bits and pieces, but I can't make it understand that. But it did somehow piece together the thing that I needed to hear this, and I'm thankful for it. Um, but can I? They may may I in there, just baby. break? I mean, let's turn this podcast into it for a little bit because I can't not talk about some of uh, Brian Sell's one-liners without mentioning. There's nothing in California that you could not learn to hate here. Questions will all still be waiting for you. Answers will only be less clear. That that line like pushed me over the edge to move from DC back to Alabama. Right. It's uh like there's a lot of those. Um, and I'm very thankful for that it. Got it's not a bad thing. Head. Yeah. The thing that the thing that got me a couple weeks ago was um, it's just so hard to see tomorrow past tonight. I'm like, God damn, that's every. That is a 20-year-old's motto. What's the... Like, I understand... That is from Peach, which is on Talent of the Hall. What's what's um, the what's the lyric that's, um, I can spit this game all day or something like that? <laughs> I, 
I will breathe air into your open lungs. Baby, I can spit this game all day. I remember distinctly being at work and listening. You know, you're doing that work listening where it's just kind of in the background. And that line crept in. I was like, wait a minute. What? Let's rewind that. Oh, okay. I'm in. I'm, I'm fully in on this band. And so to get to the song that we're going to talk about today, it is called Twin Size Mattress. And the title alone, which I, I was going to say earlier, like I struggle with song titles now. I struggle with band uh, members' names because I'm not young. And, you know, used to, you had to know everything about everything about everything. You read every line yeah. of it. And oh, yeah. you had to consume it all. You had to, you had to memorize have, every lyric to even the songs that yes. you'd like skip by. Yes. And I don't, we don't have physical media anymore and all those things. So... Uh, there's times when I was I was looking for that song I just referenced about the uh, a, a peach I was looking for it I couldn't remember the name of it I knew it was on Title of the Hulk but I knew it had that line in it and there's a line somewhere on the on another song is I'm in the front seat like like the cool boyfriend and I'm like that's how I refer to him oh that's cool boyfriend yeah oh that's <laughs> so it it is incredibly powerful it is incredibly outside it, it, I think uh, Spotify would call it a, a taste breaker. Um, because it's not me. But the song, <laughs> Twin Size Mattress, the title of it alone, conjures up an image. When you know this band, like, you know, I can say Twin Size Mattress, anybody that you don't think of a thing, but like a Twin Size Mattress in this particular context, without hearing the song, yeah. I had an idea of where we're going. Um, it's on the floor. There's shit oh, scattered yeah, yeah. around it. It is uncomfortable. It has been slept on by way too many people. Um, when when I got bed bugs uh, in Arlington, Virginia, um, and moved out in the middle, rest in peace, Steve McNair. Oh fuck! Moved out, moved out of my uh, apartment in the middle of the night because they didn't have a security deposit. Um, they, I, I had just had to throw everything I I owned away and had to buy a twin size mattress, no box spring. I was making peanuts, and like I literally slept on a twin size mattress on the ground. Uh, in my new house with two roommates um, for like six months. It was may have been the worst the worst uh, time of my life. Yeah, nothing good's ever happened on a twin size mattress. No. I'm here. To, I'm, I'm here to say that, um, Shawnee. I, I need you to remind me because I want to get into the song. We've been dragging these people along for ten minutes now. Poor bastards. Talking about talking about the song. Remind me at the end of this to tell you actually what I think of every time. I hear this song okay. right now. Get to doing your bit, buddy. I don't like it because I know I'm pretty sure I know what it is. You don't. I don't think. You okay. Do. Okay. You're you're off the hook. Don't worry. Okay. About it. Relax. I'm not gonna hit you with a. I'm not gonna hit you with a thing. If this is an intervention, I should probably I should probably put this gym and ginger to the side. Uh, Twin Size Mattress tells the story of a close friendship damaged and eventually destroyed by addiction. That is the one liner from. A contributor from Genius.com. <clears throat> um, you're going to have to be the one who breaks into breaks into this most because, like I said, gotcha. you're, you're more familiar with this. No problem, Bob. All right. Twin Size Mattress by The Front Bottoms. Hmm. Produced by Chris Frenchie Smith. Uh, this is for the lions living in the wiry, broke-down frames of my friends' bodies. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> So right off the bat, we have conjured up an image. The wiry, broke-down frames of my friends' 
bodies. But there's a fierce so lion living know, in those frames. There's a lion in there. Um, so we already know at least this person thinks the world of his of his group. Yeah. Um, he he really he he understands that they got some shit going on, but that's his pride. Keep it rolling. When the flood water comes, it ain't going to be clear. It's going to look like mud. But I will help you swim. I will help you swim. I'm going to help you swim. What a fucking, what a dude to have in your corner. I mean, I always, when 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 I think of like the flood water, it, it feels like just like a, like substance abuse, like mental illness, mm-hmm. like shit like, like that. Like all the shit that these cats, all the shit that people who wind up sleeping on twin size mattresses. Yeah. Go through bed bugs, all those bed bugs, all of it. I'm gonna help. I'm gonna help you swim. This is for the snakes and the people they bite, for the friends I've made, for the sleepless nights, for the warning signs I've completely ignored. There's an amount to take, reasons to take more. Uh, Again, that might be a perfect fucking verse. It's perfect. (laughs) It is a perfect verse, and it. It never points the finger. No. It's just stating the fact. That's that's not your no. run of the mill pop punk emo type songwriting. No, it's not. And 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 for the warning signs that I've completely ignored. Yeah. I had a hand in this making. Yeah. This is not this is not you this is not, you know, Perry Farrell telling us about Jane and her dumb wig. <laughs> um <laughs> This there's an, this isn't even like Adam's song ugh. about the friend who's all fucked up, yeah. but this is taking. I, I'm I'm involved in this. I'm taking ownership of. I I should have helped. I'm gonna help you now, but damn it, I should have did it before. There's a, and like he kind of. I mean, he approaches it like. A, I mean, it's like an intervention, but a very calm. Like, you know, there's an amount to take, and there's reasons to take more. Like that's you know, I get it. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna help you swim. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck this song. It's <laughs> it's no big surprise you turned out this way. When they closed their eyes and prayed, you would change. They cut your hair. They sent you away. You stopped by my house the night you escaped. With tears in your eyes, I begged you to stay. You said, hey, man, I love you, but no fucking way. And right here, you find out a very important part. It's not about a girl. No. This is not about... A romantic relationship. This is about two pals. And that is a difficult thing to sum up in song without it sounding, without it getting corny. Um, there's very few songs written from the male perspective about a male friend that can be vulnerable and genuine. It usually turns into Either A, my friend's a shit and I wish I could help him, but I can't. Yeah. Or party it up, boys. Turn it loose. Yeah. <laughs> turn it on. Turn it loose. Um, they cut your hair and sent you away. Is that like, uh, did they send them to military school or did they send them to like a fucking like uh, um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? It feels like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest because escape is a very... Yeah, uh, you you, you yeah. don't choose escape for military. It doesn't yeah. feel like the image I'm conjured up is. And they close their eyes and beg you to change. Like there's there could be a religious aspect to it. Um, that 
that could play in. I don't feel military. I feel either mental place. Yeah. Hell, it could have been a rehab. Yeah. I don't know why you got to cut your hair for that. Maybe e- either maybe he's laying in a fucking bed bug lice ridden <laughs> mattress. And e- either so they had to cut his hair. Either way, there's a very like you know they wherever they sent they sent this person. It's like a place where he loses a like himself. Like he loses his individuality, even though it's you know I assume substance abuse or, or some kind of mental illness. Um. Yeah. So I. I just. Uh. You know. He. The way Chris. Uh. Brian Sella. Jesus. Uh. Can't. Uh. The way Brian Seltzer of the strike. <laughs> <coughs> Dennis had to get into the boo babies. Um. The way. <laughs> that's a fucking deep pull. That's like thirteen years in the making. You. Um. The way he delivers the line. You said, "Hey, man, I love you," but no fucking way. No fucking. Well, that is a. We talked in our first episode of this mixtape about the way that Knopfler delivered some things in Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. This is like that. This is, the line itself is great. I mean, it's a great lyric. It is probably a direct quote. I appreciate um, so much a, a powerful use of the word fucking. Yeah, yeah. It is not thrown away. And that's what this is. It is... It is its intended purpose. Hey, man, I love you. <laughs> no fucking, no way. fucking way. And the way he delivers like, it, it's like he's he's like he's doing what I imagine is a spot on impression of his friend, where he's kind of like laughing, but he's like, yeah, <laughs> like it is. It is. It is the statement of you have misinterpreted why I broke out. <laughs> you sir <laughs> have misinterpreted why I broke out. Yeah. I've made an I ass out, of, this out of myself. Out of myself with this haircut. I came here to tell you goodbye. Yeah. There is no talking me out of this. Fuck, man. I'm sure that we could find something for you to do on stage. <sighs> Maybe shake a tambourine or when I sing, you sing harmonies? Whatever. Just stay here. Just stay here. I, you know I'm in this band. That's the other thing. That is the other thing, too, that makes this all so fucking poignant is the singer is telling us he's in a band. He's living this life that, you know, that he wants to do. He's getting to express art and all that shit. This guy isn't in the band. Yeah. And it it is hard. It is hard to think of, you know, guys like this who probably just are in love with music. Music is always a part of these people, like the people that he sings about music is so important to them. And, and quite frankly, us, cause we're, we're kind of those same dudes in some different ways, but like for him to be in the band and his friend to not be in the band, that also plays a part in the dynamic yeah. because you know, he has to feel guilty about being in the band and not being maybe running around doing some of the same shit and his friend not being in the band. Yeah. The first time I heard this, I assumed it, it was, it was a song about somebody who got kicked out of the, at, out of the front bottoms. Entirely possible. You know? Um, but just because I didn't, I, you know, I didn't hear every single word of every single line and I, you know, just kind of picked up on, you know, Hey man, I love you, but no fucking way. And then maybe we can find something for you to do. Like, <clears throat> so, um, final, ooh, no, not final verse. Uh, this is for the lake that me and my friends swim in. Naked and dumb on a drunken night. And it should have felt good, but I could hear the Jaws theme song on repeat in the back of my mind. 
Make sure you kiss your knuckles before you punch me in the face. That's my favorite line of the whole song. There. <laughs> that, that's, that, that, there's nothing special about it. I guess wrestling shit, but like the story that will lead to the story later. But like, that's the, that's the one that's, that stopped me in my tracks. Like, oh, that's good. It, that's just good shit. It just feels like he's like the, the narrator is desperate to receive any type of affection from his friend. Even yes. if, even if it's delivered by a fucking black yes, guy. Yes. A fucking, pu- Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you kiss your knuckles before you punch me in the face. There are lessons to be learned, consequences for all the stupid things I say, and it's no big surprise you turned out this way. The spark in your eyes, the look on your face, I will not be brave. I can't say it any better. Is he recognizing um, recognizing their friend's disappointment in them, or like, yeah, uh, yeah? I, I, he said something stupid, and he knew he was going to get yoked up for it. I mean, like we we all have the friend who we know that there's a line, and if you cross that line, you're gonna get one. You're going to get one, and he had to get it. There are lessons to be learned. <laughs> there are consequences for all the stupid things I say. I mean, come on, you gotta, you gotta love having a fighting friend, man. Yeah, yeah, of course it's great. Yeah, you're gonna get punched sometimes. <laughs> you're gonna get punched sometimes. But it's so much better to have him punching people for you most of the other times. Yeah, than trying to punch you all the time. It's gonna happen. It's not always planned. It's, it's not always but planned. it's always planned. <laughs> <clears throat> Thankfully, thankfully, I have a friend in you that will do punching for me, and the only punches I get is when you like jokingly punch me on the shoulder, but it yeah. still fucking hurts because you're a monster it's gonna man, hurt, baby. It's gonna hurt. <laughs> <laughs> when these soup bones get to swinging, baby, what can you do? Your casual like like punch on the shoulder hurts so bad. Anytime I think I'm getting anywhere close to like red zone with you i will just start handing you money and, and pizza <laughs> hey man it's cool it's cool it's cool. it's cool it's cool it's cool it's cool hey we cool we good hit some of, hit some of the za brother hit some of the za <laughs> oh i'm sure we can find something for you to do on stage maybe shake a tambourine when i sing you sing harmonies i want to contribute to the chaos i don't want to watch and then complain because i'm through with finding blame that is a decision I have made. I don't. I don't exactly know what he's saying right there. Um, that doesn't resonate as much with me, but it's only because the next. I love that guitar part that follows it. Uh, so I'm yeah. just trying to get there. Yeah, yeah. I'm just ready to get to. Oh, I'm just ready to get to that part. So I don't spend a lot of time. I don't know exactly what he's... Because Contribute to the Chaos is sort of counterintuitive to everything we've learned. It sounds like I wish that I was drinking or doing drugs with you. I don't want to be on the sidelines, yeah. see you destroy myself and then compl- uh, destroy yourself and then complain about it. Because I'm done finding blame. And now that is a decision I have made. I have made. <laughs> I will take this punch. <laughs> so, I don't know. And I think we switched somewhere. Oh, you think there's a there's a different narrator? I think I think the person I think the lake the lake person might be different oh. from the person in the first. The place. lake monsters. It's, it's possible. The lake person sounds scary, like they have gills. Mm-hmm. The lake person might be a young lady. 
This is for the lake that me and my friends swim in naked and dumb on a drunken night. Yeah, so like the so the last verse is she's hope I'm cursed forever to sleep on a twin size mattress. I assume that and I I don't know why I assume the friend that the that the narrator is talking about is that both the narrator and the and the and the friend in the beginning are both male. But when it's when he he starts singing she hopes I'm cursed forever, I assume that is the the friend has died and his girlfriend or mom or sister or whoever blames the narrator and hopes that I'm cursed forever to sleep on a twin size mattress. That's, that's possible. Yeah. Um, I do like the ambiguity and the allowing us to sort of put our own. Then that's another thing that the whole thing may be about one girl. It may be. Yeah. And it could just be my own personal experience that places it as a friend. That because he he doesn't explicitly say, but my feelings for this song are so strong that that's just that's what I internalize that it's about dudes being dudes. It just it never like none of it feels like. I'll say this. I'll say this. None of it feels romantic. I'll put it that way. No, it feels fucking it sad. feels like friendship. Yeah, yeah. It feels it feels like all of this is a plutonic relationship. It is not. <clears throat> A dissolving romantic relationship. These are these are two friends, regardless of what gender they are. Well, maybe I guess that's really what I'm trying. May, to say. Yeah, maybe that's why, because maybe like he wanted to Brian Sella. Maybe Brian Sella wanted to stage <laughs> that bird had his credit card. <laughs> Stay true to the facts in this biographical story. I assume, and he didn't want the third uh, the the third person fe- uh, female gendered pronoun. To think to make the listener think it was a romantic yeah, thing, possible. So, yeah. and like I, I know nothing about technical fucking terms about music, but so like at the like as you're to, you talk about the guitar part, um, but but when it goes into the last line, does it like switch to like halftime? Yeah, uh, or, yeah okay, it speeds up and that, or the meter change. He changes his he changes the meter. If nothing else, the music might remain the same, but it it has a very it's a much more frantic feel, and it's a it's a choral. They bring in a the the, the vocals are layered, and they come over top of one another, and it is it is a, a powerful out. This song gets out as high as it can get, <laughs> like it comes out yeah. like a lion, yeah. living in the wiry, broke down frame yeah. of his friend's body. It comes in like a lamb, goes out <laughs> like a lion. Give me that full last uh, part again. She hopes I'm cursed forever to sleep on a twin-sized mattress in somebody's attic or basement my whole life, never graduating up in size to add another, and my nightmares will have nightmares every night. Every night! Oh, he hits that fucking every night. Fuck. Goddamn. Yeah. She hopes I'm cursed forever to sleep on a twin-sized mattress in somebody's attic or basement my whole life. Never graduating up in size to add another, and my nightmares will have nightmares every night. Jesus. Um, a question about adding another, uh, adding another person, adding another twin size mattress. If it's the second one, follow up. Do you add the twin size mattress on top of your original, or do you put one on the other side? <laughs> I think it is. It's both. And another is used interchangeably. I think you would, if you're going to have another person in the bed with you, a twin ain't going to cut it. Even though he's very tall and slender, you're going to need some He's a slender man. So he's a slender man. 
and he's so tall, he can never sleep in a front seat. I'm so tall. <laughs> he's not the cool boyfriend. so stoned. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I think it's both. Like, I hope you stay in this place where I left you. I also kind of like just the implications because uh, of, I hope you, it it, it is and it's not like in 300. You know how the song's like 300. Um, (laughs) It starts out with somebody kicking a person into a bottomless pit and yelling, I am Sparta. Um, But it, uh, when like, Leonidas tells like the deformed dude, I hope you live forever. And it's like a fucking insult yes. when when she tells the the singer, "I hope you sleep on a twin size mattress." It basically means like, "I hope you never have anybody to keep you company ever again." Yes, it yes. it doesn't just wish you a like non optimal sleeping situation. It's like, "I hope no one can fit on a fucking bed with you for the rest of yes. your life." And your nightmares, Jesus Christ, have nightmares. It's just wonderful. It's a magnificent, it's a magnificent little song that I feel better knowing. Um, it, that it makes me want most people aren't going to know this. It makes me want to get like did wrong, not necessarily by like a romantic partner, but by somebody just so I can fucking scream at them. I hope your fucking nightmares have nightmares every night. <laughs> and that's a line that I would hate. If it did not come after this, like for that line to work, you had to be pitch perfect. Yeah. Every step of the way to get here. If that is a Jared Leto lyric, Mm -hmm. I'm slapping the piss out of him. Or a Jared Kogel lyric too. (laughs) Or Jared. (laughs) You know, that guy's nightmare is going to have nightmares. Yeah, 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 Oh, uh, I haven't had, had a good gobbledy goose pasta fazoli in a while. <laughs> hey, because what happened to us? <laughs> but you got to do the work leading up to that line to be able to stick it. Oh, yeah. To stick that landing. And I still don't, like, I, the last verse doesn't resolve the rest of the song oh. because the song is entirely, it is quite frankly hopeful Yeah, up until that yeah. point. But he, he may be telling us that no matter how willing you are to help, no matter how much you give, it is possible that the person you help can only be helped if they're away from you. Yeah. Because this person left him, and for whatever reason, they hope he is cursed to sleep on a twin-size well, mattress. Well, you know, I mean, I and I, I do want to remind you to talk about – you should talk about it after – I'm saying what I'm going to say, <clears throat> just because yours is probably a lot more earth shattering. But um, I, uh, you know, speaking of that, like, you know, the only way somebody's going to get better is to be away from you, even though you're not necessarily like the enabler or, you know, you, you're not the heaviest drug user, heaviest drinker in a like friendship. But you're, you know, you're still kind of an enabler, even though you don't mean to. I mean, I had a best friend um, who one day just disappeared off the face of the earth and um you know he had be, he had been going through um you know pill addiction and of course smoked a bunch of pot it was like college uh obviously drank a lot drank and drove a lot um and you know one day he just uh didn't respond to text didn't respond to you know calls etc and i haven't seen him since that was probably honestly 12 years ago more than a decade ago and 
I just remember, you know, finally, you know, hearing that he, and I'm, I'm not saying this negatively, but he, in, uh, he had a kid with somebody that he worked with. It wasn't a planned pregnancy. Um, <clears throat> and I think that probably triggered something in him saying he needed to change everything in, in his life and remove everything that wanted it, that made him want to drink, to do pills, to whatever. And uh, he just stepped up and he, you know, wanted to be a good dad. That's the narrative that I've created yeah. for him, at least. And now he's got a yeah. wife and two kids and, <clears throat> you know, a house and everything, and he's doing great. So, um, you know, would I have liked a little bit of closure to be like, hey, man, like, I got to I gotta quit this, and that means quitting you? Like, of course I would have appreciated that. But <clears throat> if he needed to make that move like he made that move, then he's alive, and I guess that's what matters. So. Well, your closure came in about a minute and a half into this song. <laughs> hey, man, I love you. But no fucking but way. no fucking way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would imagine that, like most humans, all of us have various songs that trigger sort of fantastical alternate realities in our brains or, you know, oh, man, if I had written this song and blah, blah, blah. You know, you just kind of go down that road. If you listen to enough music, yeah. you'll have those things happen to you. This is the only song that I can think of that triggers a specific fantasy for me Ooh, hello. Um, that is, it, it, and it's wacky and it's odd, but this, I, it probably has to do with the first, when I first heard this and what was going on in my life, but mm-hmm. I was just getting heavy into performing as a wrestler. And for this song, this is the childhood that me, Shane Marks and Casey Kincaid would have enjoyed <laughs> If we had grown up together, and who are those? This, who are those people? So they were the first, one of the first tag teams I managed, and two of my best friends in the world and wrestling and in the world. Period. Um, Shane is my constant companion. We are still running the roads together. Um, Casey moved to Portland to better his life, and so, but this, this, and like it's odd because this all happened before we were still in the thick of it. Casey hadn't left yet. But Casey's the guy in the first verse, and then Shane is the knuckle kisser mm. in in the second verse, and it is the but it happens literally every time I hear it. I never hear the song without going into full fantasy mode of that specific fantasy. And if there's a piece of art that can do that to you, it must be a bad motherfucker. And this song is certainly a bad motherfucker. Um, I love this little old band. I think I'm going to see them in May here. I think they're going to be the the tipping point that gets me to a music festival. Mm. Um, I hate them. I hate them so much. Yeah. But on the same day, Front Bottoms, Drive-By Truckers, and Smashing Pumpkins are playing here in Atlanta. Yeah. So when is that? By the way, I really I lo- don't have it. It is. I'd love to tell you. I'd, I'd like to come and then uh, flake on you three weeks before. Absolutely, um, that's kind of what we do. Um, I've done that to you on a front bottoms concert before. <laughs> yes, has happened. Um, I'm still terrified of seeing this band. Yeah, because they their live I don't know performances. Who also likes them. Oh, you're you. Well, you're gonna hate everybody in there, but you hate everybody that likes what that you like. True. Anybody, I, I do too. That is true. Um, the uh, <laughs> Alabama football. Bob Dylan, women, wrestling, <laughs> wrestling. Fans, hate them. You like me? You're awful. Um, <laughs> the uh, their live performances, um, like on YouTube, if you just search "Front Bottoms Live," they make 
they look great, but it's, you know, typically the, the live versions I watch are like really stripped down, unplugged acoustic ones. That tiny desk is great. Yes. Their tiny desk is just a great, great. Um, I think the song has a musical cousin in the work of the mountain goats, um, with the, uh, the song, the best metal band, the best ever death metal band in Denton. Um, I think it is. It, it tells a very similar story, but it includes an incredibly powerful line that I think would have fit right in line with this song. Um, when you punish a person for dreaming his dream, don't expect him to thank or forgive you. Um, and if you don't listen to this podcast, don't expect us to thank or forgive mm-hmm. you. Um, this has been Cold Dog Soup, the mixtape. of my friends bodies when the flood water comes it ain't gonna be clear it's gonna look like mud but i will help you swim i will help you swim i'm gonna help you swim For the snakes and the people they bite For the friends I've made For the sleepless nights For the warning signs I've completely ignored There's an amount to take Reasons to take more It's no big surprise You turned out this way When they closed their eyes And prayed you would change And they cut your hair And sent you away You stopped by my house The night you escaped With tears in my eyes I begged you to stay You said hey Something for you to do on stage Maybe shake a tambourine Or when I sing, you sing harmonies